Chapter 17 I don't think I would have believed any of it, except for the small fact that we were in a huge underground park, and there were androids walking around. Plus, there was the fact that my entire life had become one long, incredible, unbelievable story. So, who was I to laugh at Eric's story? See you all pass as humans? I asked Eric. He nodded. Yes, we live as humans. We play the role of children and then grow older, and eventually our hologram is allowed to die, and we start again as children. How long has this been going on? Cassie asked. Eric smiled warmly. I helped to build the Great Pyramid. You designed the pyramids? No, no, of course not. We have never interfered in human affairs. I was a slave. I helped to quarry the stone. It was a challenge, because I was new at pretending to be human. I had to hide my real strength, of course. The Pimelite homeworld had a gravity four times stronger than Earth's. Naturally, we were designed for that gravity, which means we are quite powerful by human standards. And you stayed as a slave? Jake asked. You could have taken over Egypt. You could have taken over the world. No, we are not the Yerks, he said coldly. You see, when our creators made us, they hardwired us for non-violence. We are not capable of hurting another living being. No Chi has ever taken a life. Just then, I noticed a group of four Chi walking quickly toward us. Eric saw them too. Even though I know his face was just a hologram, it seemed to me he was annoyed. What have you done? One of the Chi demanded. What have you done, you fool? The four Chi came up and glared at us with robot eyes. Humans? An Andalite? Here? What have you told them? Everything, Eric said defiantly. These are the ones, these humans and this Andalite, who have been resisting the Yerks. They're the ones who can morph. His voice rose. They are the ones who are fighting the battle we should fight. We are Chi. We do not fight, one of the androids said. It turned on its holographic projector. A human body appeared. The body of an old woman, maybe eighty years old. I am Chilonos. My human name for now is Maria, she said. I do not mean to seem angry toward you humans, or you, my Andalite friend. My dispute is with this Chi called Eric and some of his friends. We stood by helplessly as the Howlers annihilated our creators, Eric said to Maria. We can't stand by helplessly and watch this world be destroyed too. Dogs and humans are intertwined. They have developed a dependency. Dogs cannot survive without humans. If the humans fall to the Yerks, we, the last great masterpieces of the Pemelites, and the dogs, their spirit homes, will all die too. I gave Jake a look. That's why the Chi wanted to help humans? To save dogs? Jake shook his head slightly in amusement. We do not fight, Maria said heatedly. We do not kill. You know that, Eric. Yet you bring these outsiders here. You blurt the secrets we have kept for thousands of years. Why? What good can come from it? We cannot fight to save the humans. That's where you're wrong, Eric said softly. We can fight. While you and the others merely hope everything will work out, my friends and I have been infiltrating the Yerk organizations here on Earth. The Yerks even think that I am one of them. Maria and the three unhologrammed Chi just stared. The Yerks have been busy. They control a computer company called Matcom. It took me a couple of seconds to remember that name. Eric went on. 
the Yerks are working on a master computer to infiltrate and rewrite all the software and all the computers on Earth. When they have achieved sufficient force among humans, they will launch this computer bomb and, in a flash, control all computers. What does this have to do with us? Maria asked. The heart of this system is a crystal the Yerks obtained from a Dayang trader. The Dayang didn't know what he had, but the Yerks did. The crystal is a processor more sophisticated than anything even the Andalites could create, and it is more than 50,000 Earth years old. A Pemolite crystal! Maria gasped. Yes, a Pemolite crystal. If we had it, we could rewrite our own internal systems. Do you understand now? We could erase the prohibition against violence. We could be free! Free to fight! A Pemolite crystal, Maria whispered. You can't do this, Eric. You can't! But Eric just turned away. If we can get the crystal, there is very little we can't do. Our strength, joined with these Animorphs, the Yerks would have to double their forces just to contain us. How do you convince the Yerks that you are one of them? Axe asked him. Eric turned off his hologram and became a machine once again. And then the front of his head split open. Inside his steel and ivory head was a chamber, just a few inches in diameter. And inside that chamber was a gray slug, helpless, unable to escape. Tiny wires, no thicker than hairs, wrapped around it. Yerk! Axe hissed. Yes, Eric said. The Yerks believe I am human. I accepted infestation. But of course, the Yerk cannot make a controller of me. I made a place for him instead. He sees nothing, knows nothing. I tapped his memory, not the other way around. And now I can pass among the Yerks like one of them. I had two reactions. One, I was sick at the thought of that Yerk trapped inside a steel cage. As much as I hated Yerks, it seemed harsh just the same. But another reaction was much stronger. We had an ally, a powerful ally, an android who could pass as a controller, who could enter Yerk society and an android with many powers of his own. How do you keep the Yerk alive without Condrona rays? Cassie asked. See, every three days, a Yerk has to return to the Yerk pool to absorb Condrona rays. Without that, they die. I'm able to use my internal power to generate Condrona rays to keep this Yerk alive, Eric explained. When I go to the Yerk pool, I'm able to trick the Yerks into believing that my Yerk is swimming in the pool. I generate a hologram of a Yerk leaving my ear and dropping into the pool. Later, I create a hologram of it returning. The Yerks never notice that they don't encounter this Yerk actually in the pool. Yerks communicate very little in their natural states. How do we fit into all this? Jake asked. I mean, what do you want with us, Eric? Eric resumed his human appearance. He stepped toward us, eager, excited. We could fight together against the Yerks. We could be allies. If only... We need that Pemolite crystal but the Yerks have created a maze of defenses like nothing you can imagine. That crystal is in a room at the heart of the Matcom building. There are Hork-Bajir everywhere. Elite Hork-Bajir warriors, the best. And the crystal itself is guarded by an ingenious system. It is concealed in a room of absolute darkness. Absolute darkness. The slightest, faintest light, ultraviolet, infrared, any light, will set off alarms. Within the darkness are wires that are set off by the slightest touch. So, to get to the crystal, you'd have to be able to find it without seeing it, 
and avoid the wires that are also invisible in the darkness. I said, It's like finding a needle in a haystack when you're blindfolded and can't touch a single piece of hay. The walls, ceiling, and floor are all pressure sensitive, so you can't touch them. It may be impossible, Eric said. How are we supposed to do that? I demanded. How can you find something you can't see? It's not like it'll smell or call out to us. Um, Cassie said. Excuse me? Jake asked in surprise. It can be done, Cassie said. I mean, if we want to. Of course we want to, I said. With these guys on our side, we actually have a chance at winning. Of course we want to. Animorphs and she together? Our morphing ability, their strength and holographic tricks? We'd kick your butt. Noah, Maria cried. You don't understand. Chi do not hurt. Chi do not kill. No chi has ever taken a life. She grabbed my arm and looked right in my eyes. While humans and yerks and andalites and horkbajir and a million other species on a million worlds warred and slaughtered and conquered, we remained at peace. Would you end all that? Would you make us killers too? Yes, ma'am, I guess I would, I said a little coldly. We're in a fight for our lives here. Our parents, our brothers and sisters, our friends, they're all going to be slaves of the Yerks if we don't win. So I'll do whatever it takes. If you'd fought all those thousands of years ago, the Pemelites would still be alive, and you wouldn't be living with dogs in a big underground kennel. I didn't mention the sudden interest the sharing had in my father. I didn't want to make this personal. Maria let me go, and Eric nodded. A big underground kennel, Eric said bitterly. Exactly. We'll get your crystal for you, Jake said. Tell us all you know about this matcom, and we'll get your crystal. He looked at the chi called Maria. Sorry, but Marco was right. The Yerks have my brother. There's nothing I won't do to get him back. <laughs>